0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode number eight of the Passion Podcast. My name is Tyler and today we are finally back with a very special guest. Uh, He is an ASU graduate. He is also an entrepreneur and the founder of Ascend Gifting. He's also a pretty good intramural football player. Uh, His name is Chance Cook. Chance, how are we doing today?
1: I'm doing great, man. How about you?
0: Doing good. No no complaints at all. Doing Having a fine Tuesday. So, um, yeah, today we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship, uh, talking a little bit about your experiences in it. Um, it is something that you've been endeavoring in over the last year. Um, but I wanted to start off just by asking you the simple yet very, very difficult question. Who is Chance Cook?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great question. Uh, I think I'm actually still trying to answer that one myself. Uh, But uh, as you recently said, I am an ASU grad, I graduated May of 2020, you know, right when COVID was starting, so that was a very fun time. Um, But also, like you said, I'm an entrepreneur and in addition to that, I'm a photographer, a videographer and overall just someone who really kind of like this podcast just inspires to inspire other people, you know, to pursue their passions.
0: Awesome. That's awesome. So you say you're you're a man with a lot of different passions, a lot of different interests. What did you actually study at ASU? What what was your degree in?
1: Uh, So when I was at ASU, I got my degree in marketing. um, And then I also kind of had a, like a slight focus in sales as well. I got kind of involved with sales with my professors and there's a sales club there too. I got a little bit involved with as well.
0: Yeah, awesome. Um, So we're talking about entrepreneurship, self-starting. You started uh, a company of your own, Ascend Gifting. Talk me through a little bit about, I guess, when you first realized that you wanted to go down that track, and then where the idea came from. I'm a little bit familiar with it, you know, reading from your website and hearing the story. But uh, for the people listening, tell a little bit about that uh, that whole experience. Of course,
1: yeah. So, you know, honestly, I'd say I I've been pretty interested in entrepreneurship for, gosh, I don't even know, maybe four or five years now, Um, I'd say the biggest kind of starter for me in going down that route was the fact that after having multiple jobs, I really started to realize that I don't like working for other people, (laughs) As as you know, and hopefully I never have an employer that hears me say this, Um, but I really enjoy working for myself. I just, I like having that control over, you know, my day-to-day activities and kind of having my own like route of, you know, which way I'm moving. I don't like really being delegated. Here's your tasks for the day and do them. I more so like to get involved with, you know, starting something and kind of pursuing how I build that out from there. Um, So that's kind of where entrepreneurship came for me. Uh, It's really just I don't like working for other people. So that's, uh, that probably started four or five years ago for me. And there have been multiple different like avenues that I've gone down for this entrepreneurship. I wish I could say the Ascend gifting thing was my first idea, but I've had multiple failed ideas so far. And I will probably have multiple more failed ideas, you know, before I find one that really hits. But um, that's part of the fun for me is, is really just throwing ideas out there, constantly trying to find, you know, what the market needs, what people want. Um, and that's, that's really like exciting to me and something I'm passionate about. And then that kind of leads me into how I got to ascend gifting. Um, my dad, he actually retired last year in July of 2020, and he was a aerospace, uh, manager, a qualities manager. For I don't even know how long. I mean, he was in the industry for 35 years and he was a manager for probably 15 to 20. So he was pretty deep into this industry um, and he was a very vital part of the companies that he worked for. But where I got this idea from was when he retired, you know, after 35 years of service, we thought, okay, he's probably gonna get a somewhat decent, like, You know, severance package or maybe some kind of going away gift, you know, something, something nice after 35 years of service and not just being kind of like a low level employee. I mean, he was a manager of multiple sites, so we thought it'll be pretty nice and uh, long story short his going away gift for 35 years of service was a plastic model plane. And so that was a that was pretty telling. You know yeah. of what a corporation really thought of someone that had really put a vast amount of years of their life into this career and uh so that's kind of where the idea started was i saw this horrible horrible parting gift that my dad was given <laughs> for, for retiring and i thought well this is really bad like someone needs to do something about this so it's going to be me so The initial idea was, you know, why, why doesn't someone have, you know, kind of a preset like retirement package for people? Because I looked it up, you know, I looked up retirement gift boxes and I didn't really see anything online. I mean, you could buy like, I don't know, a gift box with some wine and some cheese and, you know, little food stuffs, you know, things like that. It just didn't really seem to be like practical to me. It just seemed more of a a one-off type of gift packaging. And so I thought, why doesn't someone provide, you know, a retirement gift or just like gifts in general that are a lot more practical, something that you can use more than once. And that's where this idea started was create create kind of this really nicely uh, customized gift box with practical items that someone can continue to use, you know, even after they've retired or maybe after they got married or, you know, some other big life event like that. Um, and so that's where it kind of started and it's it's evolved into more things from there. But yeah, that was kind of definitely the beginning of where the idea came from.
0: Awesome. Yeah, you hit on some really great points, even at the beginning about failure. I think that's very important in anything, but especially in starting up, uh, you cannot be afraid to fail and you have to be okay with the fact that you're going to fail. I mean, I feel like this is said all the time, but any major success story was preceded by a lot of failures. And, and, you know, you just have to expect that that's going to happen. You know, it's not going to be a perfect run all the time, but, um, but yeah, I, I always, it blows my mind every time I hear that. I've, I saw that I saw your post about this, the, that when it first came out, then I was reading the website and every time I read it, I'm like a plastic plane. Like, that's just, mind-boggling but yeah i mean you find you find a niche you find something you do your research on it you find there's not much out there for it and, and you capitalize on it and and that's what you're doing now so in terms of that you know it's been uh you've you've been uh working on this project for for a little while now what has been the most challenging part uh, of, of the startup for you
1: um you know i'd say there's there's multiple items that are probably the most challenging Um, I would say one of the biggest for me is really just hammering down what the niche should be, uh, because I have this very broad idea of what I think it could be, but being someone that doesn't have unlimited access to, you know, liquid capital and distribution and all those fun things, you know, I have to really go about this in a systematic way. Um, just to kind of put it into perspective, the very first box that I made for my dad, um, the box alone, just to like build it and get the products for it. I think it costs somewhere around three to $400 and which is kind of substantial, you know? So if I were to sell that, I'd have to sell it above that price point just to start. And that's, that's kind of hard to do, especially if you're not an established brand. So one of the biggest things for me is figuring out how to be the most cost-effective especially here at the beginning, because, you know, I don't have a distribution warehouse, I can't build these things, you know, 1000 boxes a day by myself, I have to go through um, a building company that just personally builds these gift boxes themselves. So I would say, you know, one of the biggest challenges for me is really just the initial startup and the logistics behind trying to start a project like this, um, among many other things. I mean, there's, there's quite a few different obstacles that I definitely am facing right now.
0: What's the mindset you have when you are facing those obstacles? I know I've, I have faced that, and I'm asking this for me personally too, because I faced that in the process of starting this nonprofit. There are days, there are moments where I might have a setback. I might just feel like, ah, maybe this isn't gonna go anywhere. Um, what, what's the mindset you have? I'm sure you felt that during, during certain times of the process. What, what's kind of your mindset and approach when that does happen?
1: You know, I would say uh, my mindset is, how do I describe it? It's it's knowing that there are going to be those obstacles, um, especially because I've never really done this before. You know, I, I haven't started a multi-billion dollar company before. This is all new ground for me to tread. So for me, it's, it's honestly just fun to kind of take these steps by myself and to fail doing them because that kind of shows me the way as I'm moving forward of how to be successful. So the mindset really for me is to just approach things with a completely open mind, knowing that it's gonna be pretty difficult to be successful. Um, And I'm going to run into obstacles constantly because that's just the nature of the game and To continue, I mean, the mindset is that if I, you know, do the research and I do the market research and I just approach it logically and also approach it with my imagination, something's going to happen, whether that be good or bad. Um, I'll get there once I get there, Uh, but it's really just about learning in the process and trying to set yourself up for success, even though you don't really quite know the right steps for success.
0: Awesome. That's a perfect answer. Very helpful for myself too. Um, along that same boat, I, I know I talked about what the things that, that are the most challenging for you in it, what has been through the process, the most rewarding aspects, um, you know, of starting up a business.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I'd say one of the most rewarding things so far has been the response I've gotten from the boxes and just the idea in general. I mean, Just to give a little background, when I first created this first gift box from my dad, he and I actually weren't on like super great terms, we'd actually kind of gone through a a little bit of a little bit of a fight. We we have some different uh, viewpoints on life and we've definitely been like butting heads during that time. But it was still important to me to show to him that, you know, I respected his work ethic and you know everything that he had put into his career especially after his own job showed that they didn't care. Um, so that was, you know, that was really important to me. And after he got that plane, he didn't really show that he was disappointed in it, but you could tell that he was. And after I created that first gift box for him and I gave it to him, I mean, I think I almost had him in tears because, you know, he liked it so much. And so I would say kind of those reactions that I've gotten have you know been really big for me, as well as, you know, My friends have been, you know, my biggest audience so far, especially just getting like initial reactions and so far they really enjoy it. I mean, those are the people that give me their opinions about how I can make it better. You know what options I can include that, you know, more people have access to. And I I mean, I recently did a little giveaway as well. And the people who got them really liked them and they thought it was really great. So just getting those reactions and knowing that it's, it seems to be a good idea that people enjoy um, just shows me that I think it could be successful
0: down the road absolutely that's awesome stuff and yeah I think one of the the cool things I saw you do in the beginning because um, you mentioned you know this is a this is a luxury item you know and it's for for some of our demographic for our friends you know, might be tough to, to purchase something like that. You found a very unique way to still incorporate the people, you know, the people, you know, would help you in it. And you, you were constantly asking for feedback and you capitalized on that feedback. I know you recently like set up a, a new brand of the boxes that is, you know, a little more cost, you know, cost-effective. And, and I thought that was really cool. You know, you used your audience, you used the people you had in, in a way that, you know, maybe they weren't necessarily purchasing the products, but they were helping you in, in, a, in a certain way, which, uh, which I found was, was very effective. and and i think it goes to show both on you know as an entrepreneur use the resources use the people you have in any way you can and on the other side if you have you know someone you know that is trying to do a startup and is working on something help in any way you can because there's so many different avenues that that you can help out with that and and it is very very impactful so um, awesome well only a couple more questions for you um the next one I got is what What is your goal long term, both with Ascend and and just in general? What What do you see yourself doing in the future? What's kind of the goals you have for yourself?
1: Yeah. Um, so to start with, just Ascend in general. Um, I I mean, this has been a really fun project and something that I do feel could be successful down the road. Uh, I know that I still have a ton of different obstacles to overcome with it, uh, but that's Exciting to me at the same time as it is scary um, because I do believe that this could have legs in terms of being successful eventually. Um, Right now, I'm still kind of in the logistics side. I still have things to work on in the website before I really start marketing it harder, um, among other things. But something else that I've kind of evolved the brand into is this idea initially started as all right, just retirement gifts. And after speaking, you know, with my family, with my friends, getting more input from a few of my old bosses as well, uh, I've really started to branch it out, and I started to think, all right, how do I reach more people instead of just this like super small niche of retired, you know, employees or something like that? And I started to think about it more, and I said, well, every year when it comes to Christmas, my mom always says you are impossible to buy for. And i so i started to think about that and i said you know what i feel like that's kind of a that's a feeling that a lot of people go through whether it be for birthdays or christmas or anniversaries or whatever you know let's say you're buying something for maybe a sibling or you're buying something for a parent so now the idea for ascend has become not only can these gift boxes be for like retirement or anniversaries or weddings it's more so now these boxes are like pre-selected items that you know are going to work for your brother or your sister or you know your father or your mother or let's say your mother is trying to find something to buy for you for christmas or your birthday and she's like i have no idea i don't know what he wants i don't know what kind of things he likes i don't know what kind of products he likes but now if she goes to ascend gifting you know she can see oh he's actually he's outdoorsy so we have an outdoorsman you know gift box or Maybe he's like this big entrepreneur type as well. All right, there's a gift box for that too. So it, the idea is to kind of tailor, you know, these gift boxes to personalities. Um, And the idea for me is to build the brand around personalities and around lifestyles instead of just building a brand that says, here's products, buy them. You know, I want to tailor, I want to kind of create a service instead of just, here's a product. You know, I really want to create an idea behind the brand instead of just saying here's a product buy it you know so i would say that's kind of the the goal that i'm moving towards for ascend is uh just really building the idea and the lifestyle behind the brand so that it's it connects with people on a deeper deeper level instead of just you know here's a product i want you to buy it um and then in terms of like long-term goals for myself and kind of where i see my future my biggest thing is I've always just wanted to inspire others. Um, I mean, like I said earlier, I'm a photographer and a videographer, and I can't tell you how many other people I've watched and follow because they are just so inspirational, whether that be through their photos or the videos that they create. I mean, it just, it motivates me. And I wanna be that for other people too. You know, I don't care about fame. I, I don't care about, you know, Quizzical stuff like that. I just, I would rather at the end of the, uh, at the end of the day, be able to say that I inspired a hundred people to go out and be an entrepreneur or to go out and chase their dreams versus saying like, oh, and a lot of people know my name. You know, I want people to say, yeah, this guy like inspired me to go and do this and to go and be successful. Because in terms of entrepreneurship, I mean, there are multiple people that I follow right now that I follow them because they're our age, and they have—I mean—they have their own kind of small business empires already. Um, this is kind of interesting, but there are three girls that I follow on Twitter that all have like multi-million-dollar um, lingerie uh, companies, and they're like 22 years old. And I—I I see that, and I'm like, holy crap! It, it's doable. It, you know, it's doable if you figure out how to do it right, and you—you know—find out how to connect with people. But that's the thing. Those girls inspire me because they had great ideas and they pursued them and they made it happen. So that that's me is I just want to pursue my goals, make it happen and then show other people it's doable. You know, I want to inspire these other people to do what they want to do and to be passionate about what they want to chase after.
0: Awesome. Great answer. Sweet. Well, that uh, goes right into our next question. The one we ask everyone on the show uh, as we kind of finish up here. What is passion to you? Passion
1: to me. Great question. Um, that's that's that is a difficult question though. I would say to me, passion is really what gets you up in the morning. you know what what drives you each day, you know, whether that be a specific goal, whether that be something that you just love to do, every weekend, maybe whenever you have time. Passion to me is just really what inspires you. I mean, passion, it's such a broad topic. And, you know, it varies so much from person to person. But I think overall, it can be kind of drilled down to, you know, what inspires you and what really motivates you to go after what's important to you and what you really want in life. uh, Because that's to me, you know, my passion is entrepreneurship. It's inspiring other people. It's my photography and my videography, and it all just kind of revolves around that idea of inspiring others. So, I would say passion can kind of be whatever you want it to be, but I feel like in the end it's it's kind of just what inspires you to keep moving forward and to really go after what you want.
0: Awesome. Yeah, you hit on something that's very interesting. I ask everybody on this show this question and something I've never heard before is the parallel between passion and inspiration. And I think that's something that's eye opening for me and that idea of, of passion and inspiration and what connects the two of them and and the parallels there. So that's, uh, it's very, very well put on your end. Awesome chance. Well, usually like to end with one final thing. Um, For those of people who are looking to do self-starting themselves, who have that interest, maybe they have an idea in mind, maybe they just know like yourself, I don't really want to work for anyone else but myself. What pieces of advice, one or two pieces of advice, do you have to those people?
1: I would say one of the biggest things that I'm still trying to overcome myself and something that I'm still working on is the idea of just get out there and start. You know, I've, there have been so many ideas that I've thought of that I just, I haven't done. I haven't gotten out there and and started maybe because I'm afraid to, or maybe because I make excuses that I don't have time, but really if you don't start, you're never going to get anywhere. You know, that, that seems like a very logical and yeah, I know that idea, but really that's one of the biggest things that I'm challenged with personally is just starting. I know that I'm going to run into obstacles and I know that it's not going to be easy, but if I don't start, if I don't even try to start, nothing's ever going to come from it. So I would say one of the biggest things is to just just do it. Just go out there and try. Know you're going to probably fail. Know that it's not going to be easy, but that's a part of the process and that's how you do become successful. Um, And then, I don't know, maybe one other good good lesson that I've learned, I would say, it's a good one. You know, I would say it kind of revolves around the passion piece, again, is find out what you're passionate about. And pursue that. I mean, if you are if you really find something that you are passionate about, and you pursue that, and you just become better and better and better at whatever it is that you're pursuing, you're going to be successful in one way or the other. Um, Whether it ends up being the success that you want, it may or may not be, but if you continually continually go after what you're passionate about, it's just gonna become better over time. And it might turn out to be something very successful for you, or it might not be. But that's, again, that's a part of the process. And if you're passionate about it, then there's a much higher probability you're going to be successful at it.
0: Awesome. That's perfectly worded. I think you're right. I mean, I think if you pursue things you're passionate about, then you can't really have any regrets in it. You know, don't just do something to do it. Don't just try and start a business just to say you started something, pick something you're passionate about. You picked something that you found in your own personal life, something that you were passionate about. And that's what drives you. That's what gets you to keep going. You know, when you do run into those challenges and hurdles it's what keeps you going, knowing that that's something you're passionate about and, and excited to do. So uh, awesome, sir. Well, <laughs> thank you for your time. It's It's been an absolute pleasure picking your brain about entrepreneurship and and all those other things. Um, and And it has been a pleasure. And thank you all for listening. This has been episode number eight of the Passion Podcast. Stick around. We have plenty more coming up here in the near future. So we will see you soon.